We're going to get focused on uh, tonight's message. We're going to be speaking on prepare for change. Hallelujah. (laughs) You know, how often do we hear this change word? How often do we have to experience change within our lives? You know, some of us are like, oh, can't we just get to the place where we don't have to change anymore? But here's the reality. You and I, we are growing in Messiah and we will forever be changing. So let's get used to the environment. Let's get used to what it takes to be on the move to be changing, you know? Hallelujah. So, Father, we want to thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, that we can come around the Scriptures. We pray, Father, that your Word will be a lamp unto our feet. Father, before we even start, we come against the assignments of the enemy. And we say, you shall not in Yeshua's name, because we are children of the Most High God. We are adopted. We are grafted in. <laughs> we are part of the family of a mighty God, the living God, the one and only Elohim. Hallelujah. He is faithful. So, Father, we yield to you. We activate our angels as well on our behalf to uh, be involved in the preparations of what goes on within our lives to protect us against harm and uh, also to bring divine appointments and holy assignments into our life so father we thank you so we commit this time to you as we look at uh, the scriptures tonight and uh, have your way hallelujah amen that's what it's all about coming to the place where the father can have his way by the ruach hakodesh hallelujah so you know look i've had a great day today but it's also been one of those days in waiting you ever have those days where you are, you know, you're, you're, you're pressing in in the Spirit. You're enjoying the counsel of the Word. You're encouraged in the Word. But all through the day, all I'm doing is waiting. I'm waiting in expectation for the promises of Yehovah to manifest. I'm waiting. I'm ready for whatever step is ahead you know sometimes you've got to make decisions when the the holy spirit saying it's time to move it's time to move forward it's time to uh you know it's time to let go of some things to move forward change you know change can be bad but change is also something that can be your greatest friend hallelujah in first peter chapter three just want to read a couple of scriptures from there Then we're going to go to the book of Joshua, just the beginning of Joshua, uh, just to pick up some points um, on the changes that was happening in Joshua's life and in the children of Israel. Hallelujah. But um, it says in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 13, Who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? And this is one of the foundational things that we have to understand when it comes to change. You know, we can be so set in our ways and it doesn't take long for habits to be formed that will stop us moving forward. Just 21 days, they say, it takes to create a habit. That's what it takes to get your mind into gear, to get used to doing something. And then once you pass that 21-day barrier, woof, everything becomes so much easier. But... Are we eager to do good? 
Who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. So what we're doing is we're on the journey uh, of our faith. We're in the the, the journey that the Father has taken us on, the the walk of faith that we uh, will see our lives count for the kingdom of Yehovah. He has prepared our life before us. So are we eager to do good? The more eager we are to do good, the more easier it is to be putty in the hands of Yehovah. You know, we need the rain. We need the the moisture of the Spirit. You know, the the washing of the Word, the refreshing of the Word. We don't want to be just left out to the sun just to dry out. So if you go to change, everything starts to break around you. No, we want to be supple in the hands of the potter. And being eager to do good is an important key. You know, how eager are we to do good? You know, and when we're talking about doing good, we're not talking about doing good for self. Oh, what can I do for me? We're called to live a selfless life. We're not called to walk in selfishness it's not oh i've got you god yehovah you are mine (laughs) i'm not going to share you with anyone because i've found a good thing and i don't want to share it with anyone but when you find a good thing and you're selfless you want other people to know the joy and the blessing of what you have found so what treasures have we found have we found the true treasures of the kingdom The Father wants us to move on this journey and he wants us to grow in him. It says here, do not fear what they fear, what those who will attack you fear, but um, do not fear, uh, sorry, let me just find what it says here. Do not fear what they fear, do not be frightened, but in your hearts set apart Messiah as Elohim. So we've talked over these last few days about the alignment of the heart and dealing with the mind and the heart. Are we being led by the heart or are we being led by the sinful nature? You know, the mind is a good place, but you can, you know, you you can prepare uh, uh, the seeds in your mind for good or for evil. But if we are meditating on the word, if we are in preparation for the word, we're going to see that what's going on in the mind is going to be uh, uh, filling our hearts with truth. And yesterday, as we talked about the Psalms, we talked about, you know, even when you sleep, your heart is rejoicing, it is receiving. So what are we doing as we're in devotion We are exercising in the Word. We're reading the Word together. We're being encouraged in the Word together. And this Word doesn't switch off at the end of this live event. Or if you're watching by podcast or later, by the time you get to the end of this devotional time, does the Word switch off? And I want to ask the question, what do we do after our times in devotion? So in your morning devotion or whatever time of day you do it, when you spend that time in devotion, do you get to the end of devotion and then you switch off because you're so consumed with what's going on in the world around you? 
And I want to encourage you that we have got to develop a lifestyle that what we uh, pursue in our time of devotion becomes the platform of meditation. So as I've shared today, I've shared that preparation you know, is, is where I've been all day. I'm waiting in expectation for the manifest glory of Yehovah because I know that I've aligned myself in the Spirit. I know that I am aligned. I've put myself in the track of blessing for His namesake. It's for His namesake. Are we in the channel of blessing? Are we aligning ourselves to receive you know, if you want to tune into a radio station, you know, nowadays it's all presets. You hit the button and boom, you're tuned in to that uh, channel. But, you know, there's a dial that sometimes we've got to tune in that dial to find the specific station. But what we are talking about is being filled and operating in the kingdom the secrets of the kingdom are not revealed just to anyone so you can't just go to any preset to find uh, the true channel of the kingdom you've got to move that dial you've got to listen you've got to get yourself to the place where your hearts are set apart in messiah that he is El- uh, elohim to you Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. So why are you hopeful in the midst of so much difficulty? Does the world see your hope or does it just see your problem? And, you know, we've got to be ones who are declaring the breakthrough, declaring the blessing. And some of you might be a little uncomfortable with that because you think, well, that just sounds a little bit like naming it and claiming it. No, 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 no. We're not talking about naming it and claiming it just so that you uh, can acquire things uh, because you're a believer. Okay, listen, goodness and mercy, these things will follow you as we follow Yehovah. When you seek first the kingdom of Yehovah and his righteousness, All these things will be added unto you. They come. So if you're seeking the things instead of seeking him and his kingdom, we're going to miss everything. So how do we interpret the scripture from the viewpoint of the kingdom? Because that's where we have got to get to. Then you're not going to be all tangled up with all the entanglements of religion. I am done with religion. I am sick and tired of religion. Why do we have to respond over and over to religion? Why, why are we uh, trying to interweave our faith with, re- with religion? When we have the book, this book, oh, lost my pen. This book is not, a re- is, is not about religion. It's about relationship. The whole plan of Yehovah Uh, from the beginning to the end, is not to give you religion. So religion is when you take the ideas 
and the lessons that you are learning from Yahovah and you start to box them in. Every time you see a mighty revival where there is a flow in the river of Yahovah, you are in the flow of the river. You are seeing the manifestations of the glory of Yahovah. What's the best revival that you've ever seen? <laughs> There's a few of them in the scriptures. One of them is the manifestation of the kingdom as the children of Israel are coming out of Egypt. Here comes, you know, this revival, this glory outpouring where we see the manifestation of the kingdom of Yehovah on the earth. And this is the example we look to, and this is the message Yeshua came to deliver. But we don't want it to be entangled with religion. Oh, the golden calf. You know, oh, no, Moses, we, you know, tell God that we were not worshipping an idol. You know, this, this was just our connection to Yehovah. It was our connection to God. You know, they took the entanglements of the religions of Egypt and they just named them the right names so that they could feel good within their heart that they were truly worshipping the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. But in reality, they were not. They were not dialed in to his kingdom. They were making choices based on the religions that they were familiar with that they came out of. So we look at the beginning of the book. We look at uh, everything all the way up until Mount Sinai. And let me tell you something. What what was given? Uh, what what was given to? Um, the patriarchs, what did they receive before the time of Moses? Moses was the one who wrote the instructions. He wrote the Torah. So before Moses, they didn't have anything written. And this is the, this is the joy of the new covenant. I'm going to put the Torah on your hearts. It's not about what's written on stone. It's what's in your heart. I'm bringing you back to the place where you will learn to walk in relationship, where you will learn to be disconnected from religious practices so that we can be in tune with Yehovah. But your hearts are set apart. Verse 15 of 1 Peter chapter 3, if you're just tuning in, thanks for joining with us. But your heart, um, <laughs> but in your heart set apart Messiah as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. Let me tell you something. In this hope, it should be evident. People should see the hope. Don't be afraid to speak out the promises of Yehovah. Because you know what the scripture says. So you can speak it out. You can speak these promises out even to the heathen. And it's not throwing your peril, uh, you know, amongst the, the swine. But what you're doing is you are speaking out as a testimony. My God is faithful. He has never let me down. He will not let me down. His blessings <laughs> will overtake me in every area. It doesn't matter what comes against me. He is faithful. Why? Because I am committed to the will and purpose of the king. So give a reason to the hope that you have, but do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience. You know, you're not Bible bashing them. Just tell them, you know, in the midst of everything I face, I, I have been through trial, I have been through testing, 
I've been through storms. I've been through tempests that you would think you could never survive. I've been through drowning. I've been through life-threatening situations. I've been rescued by angels from death. I've been directed by the Holy Spirit when disaster is about to come upon me. I have so many testimonies, so many times, so many places of divine appointments and holy assignments. Uh, For the glory of Yahovah, He is faithful. So what are we doing? We want to deliver this message with a clear conscience. Why? What does it mean with a clear conscience? I'm not going to exaggerate the truth (laughs) of the hope that I have within me. The work of Yeshua, what he has done, what's he done? He is bringing us into the new covenant for what purpose? So that his instructions will be written upon my heart. And if we will learn how to meditate and receive from the Ruach HaKodesh, that our ears are attentive to his voice. You know, we've got a head start. We can read the scriptures. We can study the testimonies of those who have gone before us. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of Yehovah. We, we can go down the road, and yes, we, we never want to get to a day where his word isn't before us. But what happened, what, what, uh, what would happen in your life if all of a sudden you became blind and you couldn't read the word, and you could only listen? Are you at the place where you can hear from the Ruach HaKodesh? Are we at the place where he can activate the very word of Yehovah from within us. We can get to that place. You know, why? Because what did Adam and Eve hear? They heard the Lord walking in the garden. And this was a regular occurrence that happened on a daily basis. They heard the sound of Yehovah in the garden. Do we hear the sound of Yehovah? Are we... Uh, are we in the place where we are making a decision? I am going to prepare for change. I am not going to be the same. I'm not just going to sit back. So we want to keep a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Messiah may be ashamed of their slander. (laughs) Let me tell you something. I don't care how many people want to slander or come against me or or try to drag my character through the mud with lies and deception. Why? Because I will speak forth the word of Yehovah. I will keep my life in order. I will live in accordance with the word and the very testimony of my walk will bring a a shame to their slander. It, It will not accomplish that for which it's been sent. And you better watch what you send against another believer. Don't gossip. If you hear rumors, ask people, where did you hear this from? Did you hear this firsthand? Do you understand the situation? Have you talked to uh, both parties? Do you truly know what's going on? If not, you know, you've got a whole bunch of demonic salesmen out there. And all they want to do is sow seeds of discord and Even when people are uh, speaking maliciously against you, against your good behavior, they're mocking you like they mocked Yeshua. How are you going to respond? You know, what type of character are you going to take on 
in the midst of it. It is better if it is Elohim's will to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. For Messiah died for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to Elohim. He was put to death in the body, but made alive by the Spirit, through whom also he went and preached to the spirits in prison, who disobeyed long ago when Elohim waited patiently in the days of Noah while the ark was being built. In it, uh, only a few people, eight and all, were saved through the water. That's the water baptism. We are coming through the water. Hallelujah. And this water symbolizes baptism and now saves you. Also, um, also, not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a good conscience towards Elohim. It saves you by the resurrection of Yeshua the Messiah, who has gone into heaven and as at Elohim's right hand with angels, authorities and powers in submission to him. He has gone ahead. He's gone ahead not to take us to heaven. He's gone ahead in the preparation for the restoration of all things on the earth. And there will be a new heaven. There will be a new earth. Hallelujah. But we are called to be restored to the dominion that the Father has called us to on this earth. We're called to rule and reign in him. So, the word I want to get to you tonight is prepare for change. You know, and you know, one of my favorite songs back in the 80s was run through the camp and tell everyone, get ready, get ready. And it was a spiritual warfare uh, song. The battle belongs to the uh, Yehovah. And it was just, oh man, you know, there was so many amazing songs back in the 80s concerning spiritual warfare. But I just want to read some verses um, in the book of Joshua because, you know, we've got 40 years in the wilderness. And what, what did the Father do? The, the, the pillar of cloud by day and the fire by night. He moved. And where Yehovah went, the people went. And this is what I want to encourage you to do in the preparation for change. I want to ask you the question, are you moving in the direction that the Father is leading? Or are you trying to settle down <laughs> in one place? Are we open to be sent? Are we open to go for him? And when we have our eyes open and we get the revelation of the worthlessness we see in this world, the brokenness we see in this world. It will move our hearts to a place of change. You cannot be the same. You will not stay the same when you see the brokenness. You know, what did Yeshua see? He saw the despair. He saw that the people were without a shepherd. They didn't have leadership. They didn't have guidance. They didn't have direction. And he had compassion on them. And we have the Messiah dwelling in us through the Ruach HaKodesh, through his Holy Spirit. And I want to ask you, you know, in, in preparation for change, are we receiving the compassion that comes by the Spirit? 
Oh, may we see through his eyes. May we see through his eyes. Hallelujah. So, you know, look, what, what am I going to read? I don't know what I'm going to read tonight. I'm just enjoying the scriptures. Oh, hallelujah. I'm just, like I said, I'm in a place waiting. You know, I'm on the edge of incredible supernatural breakthroughs. Why? Because, you know, when you come to the end and there is nowhere else and you've done everything to stand and you stand firm then in his presence, what does the Father say is the fruit of your stand? (laughs) That you will see the blessings, that you will see the answered prayer, you will see the deliverance. So I'm not going to seek those things. What I'm going to seek is his kingdom. So I seek you as I walk the dog, as I proclaim your word, as I meditate on the scriptures and the words that you've given uh, me today. I'm not going to let these words fall. And, you know, in in today's age with this attention (laughs) dysfunction that we have in the world. Why? Because there's so many noises, there's so many things pulling at your time, pulling at your mind. Uh, trying to fill your mind with ideas and processes and systems and you know yes uh, we're we're at a critical point in the in the USA elections and recounts and different things that's going on and you know as an American be focused on these things that's good but don't allow things to get to the place where your focus turns into worship of your rights because we have no rights as believers you don't have rights so you know you live in a democracy yes and you know you want to be able to cast your vote we want to be educated in the process and we want to see righteousness and justice but don't take it to the level where you abandon the foundation of your faith for the purpose of you enforcing your rights you know what would be the foundation of civil war (laughs) you know well we've just got to have our rights you know what takes us to that place and you know look i'm all for wars you know uh, you know i was just watching the crown uh, with my family uh i I don't really watch these things at all i've sat down and watched the last couple as they're enjoying the netflix show and uh it was all about margaret thatcher the the part that we're watching tonight and the falkland war and you know let's just have uh um, uh, diplomatic channels uh, let, let's just do things through diplomatic channels and Margaret Thatcher is like you know those Argentinians are stepping on British territory on our soil no we're sending in the warships and we are taking back our land this is not about diplomatic uh, <laughs> pr- procedures <laughs> no you know This is an act of war. You are standing on British soil in the Falkland Islands down off the coast of Argentina. So you Argentinians, you watch out. You watch what Britain is going to do. Oh, Britannia. Britannia rules the waves. Well, let me tell you something. You're part of an even greater kingdom and you are on this earth to dominate and to bring his kingdom, to lead, you know, his kingdom. And, you know, So this is what we've got to understand who we are, that we are called and we are assigned to be the answer to disorder, to bring order. 
And I really believe that a lot of the things America has gone through is because the body of Messiah has not been functioning as it has been called to function. So now it's got to rise up in a whole new level to deal with the sin and the damages and the corruption. And, you know, we stand in prayer for that. Okay, we don't take this lightly. But I just want to put a warning out. Don't take it to the level where you become so focused on your rights as a citizen in your land, country, when you are not being faithfully committed to your citizenship as in the kingdom of Yehovah. So in verse 6 of Joshua chapter 1, it says, Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people uh, to inherit the land I swore to your forefathers to give to them. Now, here's a generation that's been on the move, you know. For 40 years, they've been on the move. So the father never allowed them to get stagnant in one place. You know, he didn't have them on the move for the first two years only. And then he said, okay, just all stay there. That's fine. No, he kept moving them. He kept moving them. They had to pack up their camp. They had to get ready. They had to be prepared for change. They had to get to the stage where the father was saying, this is it. This is the time. And, you know, you just look at what happened in Moses' life. What did he do? He damaged the prophetic sign of the coming Messiah. And for doing that, he was not allowed to enter the land. He broke one of the prophetic signs. He was told to speak to the rock. And he hit the rock out of his anger. And because of that action, you will not enter the land. And what is it about the prophetic signs of what needs to cross over? What is the key that needs to cross over? It is for us coming into the redemption of all mankind. So what's the purpose of coming into the land? For the Israelites? Oh, it's just because your God's chosen people you're special you'll enter the land all the rest of the world can just all be a whole big bunch of heathens but we're going to have our little place this is our land where we can be ourselves uh let's just think about that for a second is that what we see in modern day zionism oh we've suffered we've been through the holocaust we've been through hard times we've been wandering now we have our better land, and it's our better land, and we're going to protect it with everything. You know, woe to you if you follow Yeshua. We're going to do everything to make sure that you don't come into the land, but we're going to practice our religion, and we're going to set up our religious practices in the land. You know, no, you can't join us. We're going to do everything to make sure that you can't be one of us, you know, we don't have the, we don't have modern day Jewish Jewish evangelists for Judaism that's going out there trying to persuade the whole world to receive and walk in the ways of Yahovah. Why don't we see that? You know, if you went up to uh, an Orthodox rabbi and said you wanted to convert, it's part of their Mishnah and their instructions that they've got to deny you. They've got to come against the process. And and if you go through all those denials and all of those oppositions and you're still in pursuit to join 
uh, or to convert to Judaism, then after a whole year or whatever, they might consider you, but they're still not going to graft you in in the fullness fashion. You know, they're bringing out laws today uh, concerning those matters. But what do we see in the scriptures? We see what the Father is doing. This is the good news for the world. This is the restoration from fallen man in the book of uh, Genesis in the garden. You know, Adam and Eve, you've sinned. I'm kicking you out of the garden. The cherubim with the flames, flaming swords. You cannot partake of the tree of life. Who is the tree of life? The Mashiach. You cannot partake of the Messiah. You can't eat of this eternal fruit because if you keep eating this fruit, you will live forever. You have partaken of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So now you are disqualified for the land. I'm kicking you out of the land. So the land will be cursed. You'll have to toil it. You'll have to work with the sweat of your brow. That's not what was happening in the garden. You had the blessings. You had the provision. You didn't have sin. (laughs) There was no fear. There was no, what are we going to do today? Go and take dominion over the earth. So then we have Abraham. The father raises him up and says, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to give you a land. And you will be a blessing to the nations of the world. So what what are we talking about? We're talking about the restoration of, So the kingdom of Yehovah can manifest that we can walk through Messiah in the kingdom, that we can see the fullness of Yehovah. I believe that the the footprint that we see in Genesis, um, you know, from the Euphrates to the Nile, that that whole land footprint will come in. But it's not going to come in in modern day Zionism because modern day Zionism is against the Messiah, the Mashiach, Yeshua of Nazareth. Oh, no, we're not against the Messiah. We believe in the Messiah. Oh, I love it when those Orthodox Jews, they run up to me um, uh, and, and they, they, you know, they're trying to attack you. Are you Messianic? Are you Messianic? And they're angry and they're screaming at me. Are you Messianic? And I'm like, aren't you Messianic? Don't you believe in the messianic days, don't you believe in the Mashiach? All of a sudden they're thinking, oh, you know, we never thought about it that way. But they want to come against Yeshua of Nazareth. So what's the Father going to do with this modern day Zionism? It's got to change. It has to change. The agenda of modern day Zionism, you know, we're already seeing it weaken. What was the whole foundation of modern day Zionism? Forgive me for going on a rant. Jerusalem is the capital. Okay, so why is Jerusalem one of the poorest cities in our nation? Why is the poverty in Jerusalem so bad if Jerusalem, and we're meant to be so blessed of Yehovah? So there's disorder. So what does the Father do? He, We are born of the Spirit. We are born for such a time as this because there is a mission on how the Father can use us to bring order where there is disorder, to bring restoration. So what I'm saying is, let's get to the place 
where we are recognizing that, you know, the Father is leading his people to inherit the land. He's leading his people into his promises. And don't forget the word that Yeshua gave to the woman, the Samaritan woman at the well. You know, you worship on this mountain, they worship on that mountain. But there's a day coming when my people will worship me in spirit and truth. It's not going to matter what mountain you're standing on. You know, so don't get so religious that we lose sight of what it truly means to function and operate in the kingdom. Yeshua taught the gospel of the kingdom. That's all he taught. You know, he could have spent the 40 days after his resurrection, he could have been teaching the disciples how to be great soul winners and how to say the prayer and going through all of that. That is not what he did. He spent his entire time teaching about the gospel of the kingdom. So where have we lost it? What's happened when we take on state religion? What's happened when religious um, uh, systems are created out of truth? Yes, it's truth. And this is what's so confusing for many people is they look at religion and they're reading from the Bible. They're preaching from the, the scriptures. They're delivering messages. They're bringing forth biblical uh, principles and they're doing all these different things. But they're not preaching the kingdom. They're preaching from a religious environment. And listen, you can get through the wilderness of religion to the kingdom. Yes, it's a long journey and some of you have got a lot of baggage that has to be thrown off. And that's why we've got to get to that place where we make a decision. I am done with religion. I'm, not, I'm done with religion. Let's get back to Joshua chapter 1 verse 7. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all of my instructions, all of the Torah my servant Moshe gave you. Do not turn uh, from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Don't turn from it. So when the world's trying to turn you, when religion's trying to turn you, oh, I don't believe in the gifts. They're not for today. You know, you're just a happy bappy. You just be a good Baptist. You just be a good Presbyterian. Oh, you, you know, uh, Pentecostals. And, you know, look, we need to be those who stand upon the promises of his instructions. Don't turn from it. Don't let religion steal the promises of the kingdom. Don't let it happen. Don't be a pew warmer. Don't be one that knows where he sits or where they sit every Shabbat or every Sunday. But let's be people who are in preparation for change. Hallelujah. Verse 8. Uh, Do not let the book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate, it, meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. And this is one of the key things that I really sense in my spirit that I want you, if you don't hear anything through what I'm saying, if you can't hear what I'm saying tonight, but I pray that you hear this, that it is important that when we 
spend time in the Word, after we walk away from that fellowship or that time, don't disengage. Don't disengage, but meditate. Take time to go through what the Ruach HaKodesh is saying to you in the midst of what you've been learning. Take time to absorb the words that you are hearing so that we can walk in the fullness of what he has to say to us. So meditate on it day and night. Yeah, this is so important so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. And what is, what's the fruit of mastering the art of meditating on the word? The fruit is that you will be prosperous and successful. Verse 9, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous? Do not be terrified. Why? You're walking into a territory full of so-called giants. But greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. So sometimes we've just got to stop and take a big deep breath and just walk forward in the boldness of Yahovah. And be courageous for your God. Hallelujah. Do not be discouraged. It's so easy to be terrified and discouraged. Look, it's so easy when you're not meditating on the Word. But the more you're meditating on the Word, the more that you are pressing in. (laughs) You know, devote your life to knowing the ways of Yehovah. And do not allow religion to entangle you on your journey to the kingdom. Hallelujah. For Yehovah, your Elohim, will be with you wherever you go. So Joshua, he ordered the officials of the people, go through the camp and tell the people, get your supplies ready. This is what they were used to hearing. This is what they were used to hearing. In today's world, we are not, or the question is, are we used to hearing? these types of instructions you know are we trying to set up permanently or are we in the place where if the holy spirit speaks that we can move go through the the camp and tell the people get your supplies ready three days from now you will cross the jordan uh, the jordan here to go into uh, to go in and take possession of the land yahovah your elohim is giving you for your own hallelujah why is it for your own what so you walk in your own selfishness i've got the land i'm standing on the land this is my piece of land no the father expects you to rule and reign he wants us to rule and reign yep of course he has given us the land for us but he wants us to rule and reign in the land and bring restoration and deliverance to this generation So Elohim has a lot to give to us for the purpose of his kingdom. His desire is that we walk in relationship with him. Do you know him? Do you really know him? Are you devoted in Messiah? Are you devoted in the scripture? Are you untangled from religion? Do you know him? Are we walking in his ways? Are you seeking his hand? Or are you seeking his face? And that's that's why we've got to get to the place to be still before Yehovah. 
And it's it's so beautiful to come to that place where we are still before him. Why? Because we can have that confidence. And I just want to tell you where I'm at right now. I'm standing in the place of preparation. I'm waiting. I'm waiting because I know what the word says. I know how to apply the word And I have the victor living in me. And my encouragement is that we will rise up as ambassadors of the kingdom and be effective. Your source is not your wedge. Your source is Yehovah. He is your father. He is your provider. What did Yeshua say? Well, I'm independent. Just watch me. Watch what I'm going to do. He says, no, I came to do the will of my father. I didn't come to do my will. I came to do his will. So in the midst of your life's journey, are you dependent on Yehovah for your every need? Praise Yehovah when he blesses you with wages. He blesses you with work. He blesses you with inheritances. He blesses you with increase. You know, that's all great, but that's not your source. Your source is Yehovah. So we are able to even release the plant uh, to make a difference, to go on mission, to uh, uh, administer the gospel, to minister to the poor. We can do so many things with the resources that we have, knowing that our source is not from this world, but it's from Yehovah. He knows how to bless his saints. He knows how to get increase to you. But maybe you're stuck and you're pursuing his hand and missing his face. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And everything else will be added unto you. So today, prepare for change. Prepare for change in our hearts. Prepare for change in how we spend time in the word And say, Father, help me to meditate. And at the beginning, you might need to take a piece of paper and write down, as you even as you go through this message and what we're talking about today, what's the key thing that the Holy Spirit's speaking to you? What's standing out? You know, write that down. Meditate on it to what the Holy Spirit is saying. And saying, Father, I want to stand and stay upon your word. I want your word and the fruit of your word to be manifest within my life. But I also want to be a carrier to take this message to this generation. So run through the camp and tell the people, get ready. Three days from now, you're going to cross the Jordan and go into and take possession of the land Yahweh your Elohim is giving you for your own. It's going to be your own land because we are called to be owners in the kingdom. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Well, I didn't get to my notes uh, at all, but that's okay. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the Ruach HaKodesh. We thank you for joining us together around the scriptures to be built up. And Father, we pray that you will continually Build a community of believers that will grow in you, that will desire to step out and make a difference. 
Father, that we will see a group of believers that will come together and we won't just take the glory of Yahovah and the blessings of God, the outpourings of God, and box them into religion. But we'll walk in the freedom of the Spirit and administer your love and your shalom to this generation. So, Father, more than anything, if Yeshua can look at the crowd and have compassion on them because of their brokenness, because of their great needs, we ask you, Father, break our hearts with the things that breaks yours. Maybe experience the compassion of Yahovah for the brokenhearted. That's our prayer, Father. And we just give you this open space to move in our lives. If you're sick, we're preaching the kingdom. So we expect a miraculous. If you're sick in your body, place your hand on the part of your body where you're sick. Just place your hand wherever it may be. Just press your hand on your, on your body. And we just proclaim that by his stripes you are healed. Receive your healing. Receive the healing power of Yeshua. Are you feeling tormented by uh, demonic spirits? Do you feel like you're under attack? Is the devil trying to rob your peace? <clears throat> then we say to the storm, be still. We say to these demonic assignments, go in Yeshua's name. For our hearts will be settled, that you, Father, will lead us. You're a good shepherd. You will lead us beside quiet waters. You'll lead us into green pastures. Father, lead us right now away from evil. Lead, lead us away from uh, temptation, away from the assignments of the enemy. If you're watching right now and there's areas in your life you need to repent, then take this moment and repent and say, Father, I want to be right standing before you. How can I get kingdom blessings if I'm not walking in the way that you need me to walk so that you can bless me? That's why Joshua was told, Be careful to obey my instructions my servant Moshe gave you. Do not turn to it from the right or the left. Because walking in the truth and walking in the ways of Yehovah will guarantee you the blessings. It will guarantee you deliverance. It will guarantee you the breakthroughs so that his name will be lifted up. His name will be glorified. Thank you, Father. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the message today. Um, if you have, just give us thumbs up. Yeah, just give some thumbs up if you're watching on social media. Um, I want to encourage you, if you're on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe to the channel so you get the alerts when we go live. We do not set a time to go live, apart from Sunday nights when we do our Zoom calls this Sunday, 9.30 in the evening, Israel time. We will be doing that. You have to, uh, you, you have to get the link privately. It's not public. It's only for the core group that want to get together to fellowship, to pray, to share, 
to interact. That's where um, that's going to take place on Sundays at 9.30 p.m. Israel time. So, you know, just subscribe. If you've got a testimony, if the Father's speaking to you, if he's, if he's giving you words, then uh, at the top of uh, this uh, feed, you'll see my email, kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. Share a testimony with me. It'd be great to hear what the Father is doing in your life. You know, sometimes people don't share, and the, I meet them, you know, 10, 15 years later, and they tell me, you know, there was a word, there was something that happened, my life was supernaturally transformed. And uh, it's such a blessing to hear testimony, to be encouraged at what the Father is doing in the lives of others. But we want to mobilize the body of Messiah to be effective. So email me if you've got prayer requests and you're going through difficult times and you just need someone to come into agreement with you and stand with you, then feel free, uh, send me your phone number uh, by email or social media and uh, we will make time to call you up uh, to pray with you. If you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry and you want to sow into the ministry, this is good soil. You can do that at bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give. And, you know, we're praying the Father's going to raise up more uh, uh, donors to the ministry, you know, so that we can do more. Yes, the Father is the source, but isn't it amazing how he uses people? It's such a blessing to give. It's such a blessing to sow. So if you are giving to Bulldoze of Faith to the ministry, I just want to say thank you so much for your support. You are making it possible for us to do what we do to be effective for the kingdom and edify and build in the body of Messiah and in outreach and writing and all the things we're doing right now. Thank you. If you're not and you want to join in, then please come along and join in. All right, I'm going to sign off and uh, just love and appreciate every one of you and look forward to seeing you all tomorrow. Tomorrow's preparation day. Hallelujah. We are getting prepared to enter into the Sabbath rest. Oh, I'm so excited. Can't wait. I, I love the Sabbath. I don't know about you, but it's so good to walk in the Sabbath rest in the presence of Yehovah. So until tomorrow, shalom, shalom. Have a blessed day, a blessed night, whatever time zone you are in. Blessings. Hallelujah.